0: Hello everyone! Thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode of Stock Market Plan Podcast right here on Anchor. What a cool idea, this Anchor thing, right? I mean, holy gravy! They made this thing simple. I love simplicity. If there's one thing that you're gonna learn about me as we go forward here, simplicity is um, of mo- utmost importance. Uh, it's a very it's it's a thing that I hold dear. No reason to make things harder than they are, and boy, they have done such a phenomenal job. Um, really, really neat platform. If you ever want to start your podcast, um, man, this is uh, can definitely get you on your way. I had this thing up and going real, real quick. Uh, I want to thank um, Chris Knight, he's a good friend of mine. He's got a, a podcast himself, Night Vision Podcast. Really cool dude, you need to go and check him out He's the one that turns turned me into this So, want to thank Chris Thank you Chris So, um, Stock Market Plan That's the name of the podcast I almost said channel <laughs> Who's got a YouTube channel, right? I do have a YouTube channel Shameless plug Stock Market Plan on YouTube Go check it out But anyways, um, this is about the podcast And um, What is this podcast about? Uh, In short, um, my name is Marvin, I've been involved in markets for, well I'm 40 something years old now, I stopped counting up to 25, I don't know if you're like me, but every time somebody asks me why my age is, I I have to be like, you know, doing math and stuff, right, 1973 minus whatever, so, I mean, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, um, I stopped counting after a while, but I've been doing this for a long, long time. Um, markets, you know, investing in stocks, uh, everything related to stocks. Um, I did it personally. I've done it personally for probably since I was 20. I don't know, mid 20s, and um, I was also a professional at it. Was an equities trader. Those goofy guys that you see with six screens in front of them. I worked in a desk. Uh, traded bonds. Traded stock. Did the whole back office thing, um, later became a financial advisor, and um, it was a season, season in my life, and uh, I think I, I do think, you know, life has seasons, right? And that was the end of a season, and I'm off to other things now. So, you know, but along the way, like anybody else with experience, I learned quite a few things about this minutiae called stock markets, right? And, um, instead of me sitting here talking about me, let's just go ahead and talk about you. So, um, in the last, say, let me look at the chart here. When was this thing that, when did this, um, uh, COVID thing start killing the markets? Um, yeah, late February, last week of February, February 24th. So we had the massive drop here. Let me turn this to a daily chart. Um. And if you're wondering what that means, I'm looking at technical analysis, looking at a screen where it shows the price levels. And I'm looking at the S&P 500. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and have a conversation with you and just get right into this thing. Um, if, first of all, if, if, if you know, thank you for being here. If you're new to this thing, and there's a lot of people right now that are new to markets, a lot of people. Um Probably in the last, well, since February, late, uh, late February, I've fielded well over 100 calls from friends and family that knew my background, know my background. You know, it's like, Mara, hey, I want to get involved in markets, man. Things are cheap. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, they were cheap. Now we're pretty much almost recovered all of the movement down, uh, which is good. Um, we are in a confirmed uptrend now with markets. And, um, you know, what is the stock market, right? We hear this stock market thing and we see this little ticker thing go across the screen and we're like, well, what is that thing now, you know? And, um, you know, it's basically just a public auction, right? Can I get 25, 25, 25? Give me 25 feet, 25 Do I have 25 feet? That's what it is. It's just a public auction. And,. Um, whether you were trading cattle or <laughs> shares of stock, same thing, right? So you know, and there's prices and um, I'm you know through this process, I'm gonna just talk and just give you information, right? And this podcast is not about, yeah, hey, here's a new stock pick, right? because you're gonna learn stock picks are basically worthless. Uh, management, management of risk is what's most important, right? Buying is easy. Buying is easy. Selling is hard. A little harder, right? It's easy to buy something, but when do you sell it, right? I mean, uh, just the other day, I ran into somebody on the street, and I see this guy out there, you know, where I work, and... And he felt the uh, the need, he doesn't know my background He doesn't know, you know, anything about my investing background And um, so he proceeds to tell me about Bitcoin Now look, I'm not, you know, one thing you can learn, you know I guess I gotta do this disclosure thing, you know I'm not a financial advisor now, I'm not licensed now, I was once before So f- full disclosure, this is for informational purposes only and really, you should take every <laughs> every talking head out there and every video exactly with that same attitude. Because ultimately, whose money is it? I ask you, whose money is it? It's your money, not my money, right? It's not Jim Cramer's money. It's your money. It's not Warren Buffett's money. It's your money. Own it. Learn. Not that hard. Again, I like simplicity. I'm gonna make it as simple as I can for you. So um, let's move on. So you know this this kid, little younger than me, he says, um, "Bitcoin, man, you got to get in." You know, I saw this thing. A hundred dollars is gonna be five hundred bucks. Two weeks. It's like really? Oh, okay, well. That sounds really good. You know, I humble myself, listen to the guy. Well, what do you think that is? Well, you know, it's a new currency. You know, everything is going to that. La, 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 la. I said, okay. Well, I proceeded to, to ask him. I said, um, what happens if you're wrong? I said, what? Let's say you're wrong. Let's say that your $100 in two weeks becomes 5,000, what do you do? He looked at me with a blank stare. And then I said to him, see right there in that space is where you need a plan. You Gotta have a plan. Folks, this, the, the, the stock market is made to be traded. Now, a lot of people make this this, this um, assumption that you know you buy, you leave it for 30 years, blah blah blah. And you know to some extent, yeah, the market has outperformed, you know whatever. but there's so many dangers to that type of thinking because you know you'll learn, I'll bring this up many, many times as we go on here, psychology is such a big part of this business after all the two the two deciding factors that make you buy and sell the psychological decisions right you buy with what you buy with greed and you sell with fear right greed fear two emotional decisions so what is this channel about you know This channel is about keeping those two emotions in check through careful study of markets, right? Now, don't let that scare you, the word study, because as we go along here, you're going to find out how easy it is to do. And before we're done with this podcast, I'm going to give you one thing to get you going, all right? So, you know, you want to invest. I get it. Things are cheap. After all, that's all you hear, right? Buy low, sell high. Right. But be careful. Right. Be careful. Things are cheap for a reason. I'm not saying that we go lower from here. I'm not saying anything. Um, There is a lesson in this. Um, So, you know, given that example, you know, that I just gave you with this young man, and you know, it's like. He had no idea. You know, he goes on to say, well, you know, I probably I'll probably keep it and I'll probably buy more. And I'm thinking to myself, sure you will. You ever see these commercials, you know, um, on Facebook? You ever get hit up with these? I mean, if you've been doing a lot of research on uh, or, or or searching a lot of stuff on stock market, you're probably getting these on your Facebook feed if you have Facebook. You know, if you would have invested in this stock, you know, in Amazon, uh, in two thousand two <laughs> thousand three, 2003, you would have been a millionaire and they show a guy with a yacht and jet skis and all this stuff. And you'd think of himself, oh man, I missed it. Well, I got news for you. Don't feel too bad because more than likely you've never seen it. Even if you would have invested because people don't have the, the overall investing public doesn't have the, uh, what's the word? The training. The training to hold something for fifteen, twenty years—it's the same uh, motivating factor that that you know. This is why lottery winners—what is it? Like fifty percent of them go bankrupt after like five years or something like that. Who's counting? Don't don't quote me on the on the on the thing, but you know what I'm saying, right? Because the management of risk is not there. They don't have the training to manage money like that. So the minute that that freaking Bitcoin or that stock goes up, you know, $1,200 or even 10000 if you make it that much, you're going to sell it because emotions take over, right? And the next market downturn, you're like, oh man, I don't want to lose this. Sell, sell, sell. Right, so you would have never seen it. Markets are meant to be traded methodically. Now, this notion that the stock market is a casino, all right, it isn't. It is a data-driven environment that gives you clues every day, every day. It gives you clues. If you know how to look for those clues, you make better risk management decisions. All right? So, you know, this this whole thing about, you know, this is the stock, this is the next play, this is the next winner, right? This they're developing something that'll take you to the moon, whatever the heck it is, a story, noise, noise. That's another thing that you're going to learn here in this podcast, how to how to how to block out the noise, and boy does this uh does this field have a lot of noise right everywhere you turn, somebody's got something to say <laughs> so you know where my message is gonna be a little different, I hope certainly is my intention is to keep out the noise right and make more rational more rational decisions when it comes to you. To, to, to you entering and exiting positions, right? Um, this is meant to be traded. And don't get caught up on that word, please. It's not It's not like, I'm not a day trader. You're a day trader, I'm not a day trader. Why, because I watch markets every day? Really? I mean, you better be watching them. I always laugh when I call financial advisors. I say, hey, what are the markets doing today? I don't know. Ooh, okay and we'll get into that. I mean, I was one of those guys once and I got a lot of stories to tell about that. So, um things that you probably have never heard and um I'd be more than happy to share them. But uh and there's lessons in that too because it is uh I do believe there's a system problem how the how the average American public goes how the average public goes about this business what they believe they put a lot of weight on these guys and gals, and, um, well, just stay tuned. <laughs> so, um, again, what you're going to hear here is um, experience that I went through. Um, I'm just going to get into it here. Stock markets are, it's like a beauty contest. I've heard a guy say that once. Stock market is like a beauty contest. What do you mean? Well, things that are cheap are cheap for a reason, right? You go out there and buy a car. You you buy a Ford or something other than a Tesla, right? You you go buy a, 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 you know, whatever. I'm not picking on Ford, but you know what I mean, right? You go and buy a Tesla, you know you're buying something of value, right? A little bit more value. It's a computer on wheels, right? I mean... It's different, to say the least. And um, so you pay a little bit more for that, right? I don't know what a Tesla is. What's what's a Tesla now? $90,000, $100,000, right? It's not a Nissan Altima. I mean, so you get my point, right? Well, the stock market's a lot the same way. There's cheap stocks out there, and they're cheap for a reason, right? Now, with that said, Okay, so anytime I tell you to grab a pen and paper, grab a pen and paper, pause it, <laughs> go get one. Because I'm going to give you rules, right? There's no secret here. Okay, I don't have a magic crystal ball. But with the things that I'm going to share with you are to study, um, to look into. It's not that hard. Here's here's a number one rule, right? And I'm just calling number one because it's the first one I'm sharing with you. All of them that I'm going to give you are as equally as important. But here, here's one, for instance. In the stock market, there are basically three major averages. There's the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P 500. Now, what are these averages? Well, um, basically just take you know markets. Uh, for instance, the Dow is, I believe, is 30 stocks. I don't even know because I don't even watch it. I don't watch it because it's too it's it's too small of a representation. So so every let me back up for a second. Every trader out there, professional trader, right? Those guys with the six screens. I guarantee you that on one of those screens or two of them, you will have the charts of the S and P five hundred, the Dow, and the Nasdaq. But definitely the S and P five hundred. Why the S and P five hundred? Because it's the most comprehensive average out there and the average is basically you take thousands of stocks from different makeups right different size different market capitalization the worth of the company different uh, industry different sector different subgroup industry group um, you know all these different things the S&P 500 is the most diverse Nasdaq is mainly your growth companies your technology companies okay a little bit more growth give uh, growth uh, oriented um, and again with growth there, you know there's risk right there's more risk the dow is like more of like you know slower moving industrials um and the s p is embodies uh, an average that is broader includes pretty much everything right different sizes different industries and so on so most of them most of them it was my experience that they watched the s p 500. now why is that important right the s p 500 it's a market average, right? And uh, the easiest way um, I show people to pull this up, I use this, is you can pull it up on any stock charting thing, Yahoo Finance, whatever the heck you wanna use, and you pull up the symbol SBY, right? Sam Peter Yellow. That is a spider's trust. And it's basically mirrors, it's, a, it's an ETF, exchange traded fund, and you can trade the actual spy itself like a stock, basically. But you know what it does is it shows you it it's a, it, it shows a proportionate interest of the average of the Standard and Poor's 500, basically. In other words, the overall market. And I use this to to gauge the overall market health. What is the health of the market? Right. Right now we're in a confirmed uptrend. We've been in one since um, you know the week of uh, the last week of March, right? So, um, let me see when was the exact bottom. I'll give you that day here in a second. It's great to look in hindsight, isn't it? (laughs) Everybody's a genius. Um, Let's see here. So, I believe it was March 27th. No, March 23rd, excuse me. March 23rd, the the market bottomed out. So, it's been in a confirmed uptrend ever since, right? Now, why are we talking about the S&P 500? Why are we talking about the SPY? Why are we doing that? Well, here's, he, okay, here we go. Ready? Pen and paper. Okay, rule number one. Three out of four stocks will move in the general direction of the overall market. In other words, three out of four stocks are move in the overall direction of the S&P. In other words, three out of four stocks will move in the re- general direction of the SPY. Right? Now, you think about that. just that one lesson, how important that is. Here you are investing in a stock because you think it's the next thing to slice bread or whatever, it's cheap, whatever. Whatever the reason, it's irrelevant. But just this mere fact that three out of four stocks, that's 75% of stocks, folks, and that's just not me talking. If you don't believe me, go out there on a whatever quote machine you use, uh, You know, start a watch list, put 15, 20 stocks in there, I guarantee you 75% of them are going to move exactly like the S&P 500. Not exactly, but in the general direction of that index. So today, markets were up. Three out of four stocks are going to be up, 75%. Markets go down. 75% of stocks are going to be down. All right? So how important is it to understand that? Think about that. Here you are putting all this emphasis on this one stock. The play. This is the one. Right? So, so if you pull a chart of any stocks out there, it's pretty much 75% of stocks from the bottom of this uh, mini correction that we had. It wasn't mini at all, but it was many in time, not in price, because it only really lasted from February 21st, you know, it lasted four weeks. And you might not know this already, but we're almost, we've almost recuperated the, all of the losses as far as the S&P 500 is, correct, you know, concerned in a lot of stocks. go. I mean, just go look at the home builders. I mean, you can just, just go anywhere and you can see it. Again, three out of four stocks are gonna move in the general direction of the market. So if I'm looking at the S&P 500, and it's up since March 23rd, three out of four stocks are gonna be up. They're just going to be, right? So uh, some more than others, but they're gonna be green, right? Since March 23rd, they're gonna be green, right? profitable green <laughs> versus red so you know this is this is what you have so why is this important well it's like flying a plane you have a tail i always make this analogy you have a tailwind or you have a headwind for now you get a tailwind everybody's a genius right and i always you know this is the most recent correction that we've had But just like yesterday, we had the real estate bubble, right? And before that, we had the tech bubble. If you're old enough to remember that. You know, 2000 to 2003. And what this channel is about is to bring to light that there's time to be invested in stocks and there's time just to be in cash. You're not going to hear that anywhere else. Again, look... um, 3 out of 4 stocks are going to move in the general direction of the markets. That's why in the late 90s you can just put the Wall Street Journal up on a wall, you can shoot a dart, whatever it landed on you could buy it and it was just a crazy crazy bull market. Things would go up like 15, 20% in a day. It was it was insane. If you were around then, you remember that. But when the bottom fell out and the last person came in, they had to clean up the party. And they lost almost twice that. And I'll get into that in another podcast, how that happened. But it's basically the same thing with every correction, right? So when the getting is good, no worries, right? We don't worry about anything. And um, But the same thing happens on a, on a down market, right? On a, on a bear market when the market's going down versus a bull when the market's going up. Same thing happens. Three out of four stocks move in the general direction of the market, So in the period when this COVID-19 thing started in uh, late February, right, it crossed critical levels like February 27th, 26th, I was completely in cash at that juncture because I look at things and I manage the risk. And I watched this thing drop, what, 25, 30, whatever the heck it was, a lot, right? Who's counting? Massive losses, right? And if you were, you know, if you were investing in the stock market, you lost a crap load of money. You just did. How do I know that? It's in front of me. I'm looking at the S&P 500. Three out of four stocks moved in the general direction of the markets, right? And I'm going to drive that home because you guys got to understand that. So whatever the story, it's what you're going to learn through this process when you become a a, a risk manager, right? Because I like to consider myself a risk manager and i hope that you become the same the stock is really not all that important it is a little bit i mean you still look at fundamentals you want to invest in things right that are valuable right we already discussed that but i mean you start looking at things in a broader sense you know and you start looking at different things to help you make a better informed decision again buying is easy selling is hard right so, you know, we look at this thing and we're going, okay, now we're in a confirmed uptrend. So things are looking on the up and up, right? Can it change tomorrow? Yes. Do we care when? No. I don't care. I'm not. Listen, you're never going to hear a prediction from me. If you want predictions, go somewhere else. But be careful. <laughs> because you still got to make a decision, right? You still got to make a sell trade. You still got to make a trade. Oh, and by the way, don't don't get too caught up on on the word trade. I think I already told you that. I'm not you know, I'm not a day trader. You know, I'm not a, I'm an investor. We're all investors. Well, let me back up. Actually, we're all traders cuz what do you got to do, right? After you do all your research, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to buy. What do you have to do? To put that stock in your portfolio what do you have to do all of us we have to do it you got to press the buy button right you got to place what a trade and when you go to sell this thing what do you got to do same thing right you got to hit the sell button you got to place a trade so guess what we're all traders all of us even the 70 year old that just bought ibm right you're all traders so don't get too caught up on my day trade, i'm an investor we're investors and we trade you know this this business is riddled with the labels right we put labels on ourselves oh I'm a bear oh I'm a bull you know um you're never ever gonna hear that from me I am the market whatever the market the market gives you data day in day out whatever the market portrays that's what I translate that's what I act upon <sighs> And there's many, many ways to skin a cat, right? So there's many ways of ma- making money in the market. But I mean, if, if, you know, it's funny because in a period like 2000, 2003, when the tech bubble burst, people lost 50, 60, 70% of their money, right? 2008 real estate bubble, same thing, right? So... If you were to get out in a timely fashion out of that market and go on in cash, which I did on both occurrences, you know, then. Well, Marvin, it doesn't matter. The markets always come back, whatever. But, yeah, let me ask you something, though. Let me just let's just be real. You buy a stock. I'm going to make it real simple. You buy a stock at 20 bucks, right? It goes down to ten dollars. How much money, percentage-wise, have you lost? Right, uh, trick question, 50%, 20 to 10, you've lost half your money. Now from that $10, what kind of a percentage move that you need to get back to break even, back to the 20 bucks? Most people will answer 50%, that's wrong. From $10, you need a 100% move out of that stock price just to get back to break even. How do you like your chances? So it makes no sense to me to hold something, to get so beat up, right? Listen, you're gonna have winning investments, profitable investments, and you're gonna have losers. Usually 50-50. So here's another rule. Pen and paper. Go grab it. Here's another rule: keep your losses small, and we'll get into how to do that. Keep your winners for a long time. A little contrary to what you what do you hear, right? I mean, let's be real. What do you hear? Ah, hold it. I'll come back. Yeah, but we just discussed why that makes no sense, right? 20 to 10, 10 to 20. You need a hundred percent move out of that $10 stock to get back to break even. Why would you do that? It just makes no sense to me. I don't know. It's quite simple. So, you know, that's the other rule. And what I do is um, I look for companies that. Um, trying to make this too lengthy i mean there's just so much to discuss but i'm going to give you the lessons as we go along the rules what i call the rules you know yes i don't buy things that are cheap because things that are cheap for a reason you know uh if the stock is worth a hundred dollars and i only got freaking a thousand dollars guess what i'm buying 10 shares i don't care you know if it's a growth prospect that I see that can jump 15, 20%, hey, I've still made money, right? But remember, these things are made to be traded. They're, 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 You know, the stock market, you have two buttons. You have the buy and the sell. And the stock market is made, it is designed to be traded. You know, you have to have a plan in place. What can you control? Your plan. Your stock market plan, your strategy, but you got to have something in place. And I hope, I hope that part of your plan includes not taking major losses. There's no reason for it. And there'll be things that we'll look at technically. You know, there's two ways of looking at markets as fundamental analysis, which is, you know, looking at the balance sheets you know, price-to-earnings, earnings, earnings P.E. ratios, right? That's just, uh, uh, you know, uh, cash flow, revenue sales, right? There's all of that, and uh, there's value in that because it shows you that a company's tried and true, right? They've been around for a while, whatever the reason. You know, they do have earnings. You do, you do want to buy things that make money, right? I mean, how simple does that sound? Why would you buy something that doesn't make money? I mean, and you can go out there and look at this stuff. You can find it anywhere you want. Yahoo Finance is—it's a, a nice site. You can go in there, get everything for free. You can pull up everything what they've done quarter to quarter, year over year, sales, earnings growth. You can see everything in there. That's fundamental analysis. Now, the only problem that I see—it's not a problem—but the other way is technical analysis. And you know, yes, I value fundamentals. But technicals are the study of price, time, and volume. right? And you do that through charting, or some other people call it stock graphs, right? Same difference. And you're looking at a picture of price, time, and volume. And there's levels, there's trend lines, support levels, resistance levels, moving averages, Right. I just named everything that I pretty much use. It's a raw data. Now, there's a gazillion. You will find a gazillion technical indicators out there. But guess what? They all come from price, time and volume. All of them. Stochastics, RSI. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. Right. But the number one indicator is what? It's price relative to where it has been. That's the number one. And you gotta really watch it with all these technical indicators that are out there. And there's hundreds, literally hundreds, right? And um, you have to really watch them because I have very often gotten in trouble. there's a new technical indicator, you know, I get into it. I, I do study them, but you know, I almost always find, really always, I find that they all stem from three things, price, time, and volume. So I say go to the raw data. Go to the raw data, price, time, and volume. So we'll spend a lot of time looking at these charts, looking at graphs. Um, with the podcast, is a little harder, but if you go to my YouTube channel, you can see that, the things that I look at. Um, again, informational purposes. I'm not telling you to buy or sell any of these things, but I want you, I want just to show you you know, another way of looking at this thing, a rational way to where you can start thinking about these things, so important. Now, where is technical analysis a little different, um, a lot different than fundamentals? Well, fundamentals are backward looking, things that have already happened, right? Sales, revenues, earnings, all of that, they already happened, it's data that's, that's in the past, Technical analysis is often said that it's forward-looking, the study of price, time, and volume. It's forward-looking usually about four to six months. So whatever you're seeing right now in stock charts, especially the s and we discussed the S&P 500, the average, what you're seeing there displayed today is probably gonna come into fruition probably in about four to six months. So, you know, it's forward-looking. And the same thing could be said about a stock, right? So, um, when we'll get into that more. So, I don't want to make this any more lengthy that I have to. I mean, there's just so much to talk about. I hope you guys tune in. Um, I am committed to you and doing this on a daily basis. Uh, Definitely Monday through Friday. Markets are open from 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time till 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday to Friday, except national holidays, right? Since whatever, 200-something odd years ago. I don't even know how long markets have been around. Who cares? for a long time, that's been the the time, right? 930 to 4. So, you know, we got to look at markets. We got to look at the overall health of the market, right? Already discussed that. Do you have a headwind? Do you have a tailwind? So there you go. You have a couple of lessons to think about. Go ahead and do that little exercise. Go to any quote machine today. Plug in those prices. Uh, excuse me. Plug in those stocks. And at the end of the day, look at the S&P in the form of the SPY. Pull up that stock chart. Pull up, see what it did. Oh, it was down 2%. Go look at your stocks in that watch list. I guarantee you 75 to 80% of them are down that day. So, I hope you're starting to see the importance of the study of the overall market health. So influential on in your investment success as you go out there and start making decisions on when to sell. Because, again, buying is easy. Selling is hard. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for being here. Looking forward to um, bringing you guys um, new material that, again, and, and, you know, the stuff you're going to hear is just, just stories, man. Just things that have happened along the way and you know i think i have a unique way of people tell me i have a unique way way of explaining this stuff and uh i hope to do the same thing for you so again thank you for being part of the inaugural stock market plan podcast all right guys catch you in the next one um talk to you tomorrow